Welcome back to the Real Talk with Sam series podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, and I aspire to inspire and motivate you into becoming the best version of you that there is and for you to see God's very best for your life. Some amazing Real Talk awaits. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is yet another episode of Real Talk with Sam series. I'm so excited to be back. Um, honestly, I was trying to do a, a, uh, a episode last week to keep up with, you know, doing it twice a month. But I had some un- I had an unexpected volume of clientele um, and sessions and things like that. And I honestly just could not um, I couldn't commit to doing it last week, but I'm back. Um, thank you all so much for bearing with me. And I hope that the extra few days has given you a chance to dive into the, I like to call it the premiere episode, um, of the, the purity journey porn edition. So last time we talked about, you know, very heavily and just kind of introduced this topic and, um, I want to, again, just put a disclaimer on this, on this, uh, episode series that this will involve some sensitive language and I highly recommend that you you know just have that on your radar so that you're not caught off guard but this particular episode we're gonna go right into um some statistics that I want to talk about they're very serious and they're and they're something that um I definitely want to highlight because I really need y'all to under before we move forward into the depth of this topic I think you know really digesting some some statistics that may or may not be relevant to you is important for us to understand what we're looking at here okay so this is this is not like super formal but this is just me pointing out some statistics so i'm actually not going to be before you too long but i want to um show you something that i found well talk about something that i found um to be very very alarming and something that i honestly relate to um and i've told y'all this in the last episode, but you'll see what I'm talking about in a minute. Now, I want to point out that these statistics that I am, that I'm reading from is from an organization called Enough is Enough. It's a nonprofit organization um, designed to help, um, it literally says in in the uh, the sub sub line, making the internet safer for children and families. And I think, and I highly, uh, uh, I highly support their cause as a matter of fact, um, I, I share it as a resource for people to research because this is the statistics that they have on here are alarming. And I want to specifically point out the ones, um, for pornography, which I mean, they, they pretty much, um, heavily, uh, heavily cover, um, in different aspects and different categories, but I highly recommend that you go on this site yourself and, and uh, look at these for yourself. So I'm going to give you the website. It's called enough.org. That's it, enough.org. And it'll show you all the categories, um, statistics by category, depending on what you want to research. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and, and share with you some very alarming statistics that I found. Now, this one is specifically about um, us. And when I say us, I mean children of God, those who are seeking to walk and be in a relationship with God and do their walk in Christ. 
Um, I'm not talking about levels. I'm not talking about like if you're a beginner Christian or if you're uh, not beginner, but if you're a baby Christian or if you're an experienced Christian or a veteran, whatever. If you're a preacher, I'm not, I'm not, you know, specifically calling people out, but this one does. But I, I want to just give y'all an idea <clears throat> that this affects everybody and it has affected everybody in some way. So the statistics that I want to point out specifically is found in a 2016 study. So it's from a few years ago. So you know that the statistics are prob- have probably at this point gone up or they've fluctuated a little bit. So the thing that I want to point out actually is this particular one right here <clears throat> is that 21% of Christian men and 2% of Christian women say they think they may be addicted to pornography or aren't sure if they are compared to 10% of non-Christian men and 4% of non-Christian women. Now, I want to be specific as far as the definition of addicted because some people use that term loosely, which I think is not okay because there are people out here literally suffering from addictions such as alcohol addiction, drug addiction, sex addiction, uh, addiction, and other, you know, types of addictions. But I want to point out the specific definition of addicted, which is addicted means physical being physically and mentally dependent on a particular substance but i'm going to slightly change this definition to include this so so i'm I'm redoing it addicted means physically and being physically and mentally dependent on a particular substance or stimuli okay particular substance or stimuli and unable to stop taking it without incurring adverse effects so what does that mean adverse effects or incurring adverse effects it basically means like your your body kind of rebelling against you in the sense of like it it you'll start probably feeling convulsions you'll become highly irritated frustrated stressed out because your body is no longer receiving that substance or stimuli like you'll you'll literally feel the effects of it of not doing it okay so i want y'all to really understand that because some of you might be some some of you like that definition may 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 speak to you specifically because you may be going through some kind of addiction yourself and might not have known it until now and that's okay but i wanted to just point that out because number one i want to tell you that it is okay and there there is support out there there are resources available to you i know that with this pandemic that having um certain certain forms of support is difficult but there is support there is resources out there for you to help you and the most important resource that you can possibly utilize is prayer I will always say that because it's the truth because even though you may not be able to get to a support system of any kind your main support system is God and you have access to him 24 7 all right but I wanted to point that out because that's really alarming and honestly like that that hits me because it's it's true now i want to um i want to point out a couple of more statistics to you um this one right here teens and young adults viewing not recycling 
I'm sorry, teens and young adults view not recycling as more immoral than viewing porn. Survey responses, 88% stealing, 56% not recycling, and 32% viewing porn. Now, I want to point out why this is a problem. Not recycling is bad. Yes. I'm, I, I care about the environment enough to know that recycle, not recycling is a bad thing. But that affects, you know, our environment. That affects the earth. What the, the fact that teenagers would say that that is more dangerous than what affects them internally, what they have to deal with on a daily basis is truly shocking and alarming and it just it goes to show the need of why this really goes to show you why we need God in our lives depending on where you are like whether you believe in God or not it just shows you where how much work we really need to do as a as humanity it goes to show you how much affect the internet and having too much access to the wrong information not not the wrong information but um uh sensitive information i would say I'll, I'll put it like that having too much access to inappropriate stuff can cause effect th- those effects on the brain to the point where they think that it's okay they think that there's nothing wrong with it and there is plenty wrong with it when you get to the point where you are neglecting your well-being because pornography is not just a resource where you can find cool positions and and interesting sex positions and all of that stuff it's not for that it's it's exploiting remember like we talked about last episode it it's really a horrible form of exploitation of the most intimate act that you could possibly do that in, in at its base that's what it is and for teen and of course yes teenagers like have hormones and sometimes depending on how they were raised they don't know how to deal with it and some parents may even suggest watching porn to to relieve them of their urges so that may also be a reason why they think that it's okay because their parents have their parents either do it themselves and they can't necessarily um discipline them into saying that they can't or they just think that it's okay because they were exposed to it from a friend or a family member and they told them that it's okay. But the mere fact that teenagers think that they can ignore themselves to the point where they don't even, they're not even open-minded to ask the question, is this healthy for me? Is this changing the way that I view sex? Is this changing the way that I view intimacy? Is this changing the way that I view relationships as a whole? That's a problem, okay? So I wanna just make that very, very clear. Now, moving on to another statistic is something that may hit you a little more than you would have expected. 41%, again, 41%, almost half of males, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, just target men, but I just want to, I'm just reading what the statistic says. 41% of males that are practicing Christians and 13% of females that are practicing Christians ages 13 to 24 are actively seeking porn at least once or twice a month. 
I'm going to say it again. 41% of males practicing Christians and 13% of females that are practicing Christians ages 13 to 24. 13. 13 to 24 are actively seeking porn at least once or twice a month. Now, let me just make, let me just stop right there. I'm 24 years old. So the age 13 to me is like beginning, is adolescence, but you're just, you just reached the definition of teenager. So in other words, like you're still, in my eyes, you're still a child. That's my opinion. So the fact that a child and some and some people are younger. Some people discover porn at a younger age than 13. But the mere fact that 41%, almost half of men and almost a quarter of women, and this is in 2016, y'all. This was five years ago. Who's to say that it hasn't uh, gone up even more due to COVID? As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to look that up, not on this particular episode, but I am going to update y'all on that. But just from 2016 y'all this is very alarming first of all teenagers think that polluting the environment is more is more harmful than polluting themselves and then this statistic and then check this out let me check the okay okay all right sorry i'm reading off of the off of the site now i want to share one more statistic with y'all 28% of Christian men and 11% of Christian women say they were first exposed to pornography before the age of 12. There it is right there. I didn't honestly, y'all, I was like laser focused on the last statistic before I even said what I just said, but that just proves my point. 28% of Christian men and 11% of Christian women say they were first exposed to pornography before the age of 12. Let, can I be a witness real quick? That happened to me. Literally, the exact the exact thing they just said, that is what happened to me. Now, for me, it was age 12, but I'm just saying. And it says here, compared to 23% of non-Christian men and 24% of non-Christian women. Hmm. They're very interesting that for non-Christian women that they're exposed to it more than non-Christian men. Hmm. Very interesting. Isn't it interesting that that amount of, of women at that young of an age are exposed to that either through family members, friends, and yet the sexual abuse rate in, uh, for women is so high. And we don't even really know the real statistic behind sexual abuse for women and men because sexual abuse is so traumatizing that it's hard for people to even talk about. So I'm not saying that there's a connection here, but then again, I am saying that there's a connection here. And this is another reason why pornography is so dangerous, not just spiritually, but physically. The way that people view the opposite sex, the way that people view sex and sexuality when it comes to pornography can make a huge difference. And this is just my opinion. It can make a huge difference 
and how people view and respect one another. Because see, pornography is a form of perverse, uh, a, a form of perversion. And when something is perverted, things get chaotic very, very quickly. A lot of people get hurt. A lot of people are traumatized for years, spend years in therapy, spend years in, in seeking mental health treatment. Thank God that mental health is, is now being uh, destigmatized. But people are spending years seeking treatment to heal from these things. And yet pornography is not a problem? I'm sorry, but um, based on what I see here, and based on the many people that I minister to and, and, and coach, some of whom go through those traumatic experiences and who have been exposed, exposed to pornography, that's a huge problem. And it's caused a whole lot of headache and a whole lot of heartache for so many people. So I'm sorry. But then again, I'm not sorry. This is a huge problem. And it has to be talked about. Because women right now, men right now, because see, men, when, when it comes to men, we think that, oh, they're the ones that do all, this, all the abusing sexually and all that stuff. That's not true. Yes, majority is women, but there are some men that go through that. They are raped. They are sexually abused. And they also spend years in therapy or years just being confused as to how they see women, how they respect women. Women are confused as to how they see men and how they respect men. They can't be open. They can't be trusting in relationships. And pornography is not a problem. Pornography has nothing to do with it. I don't think so. So that's just um, that's just a few things that I want y'all to ponder and really think about because th this is bringing up some heavy topics. And if you are one that either knows somebody who has uh, suffered sexual abuse in any way, shape, or form, or you have suffered sexual abuse in, in any way, shape, or form, first of all. I want to just make this point really clear. Let me just stop this right here and just tell you that, number one, I am very sorry that you had to go through that. I am deeply sorry. I know that I wasn't there at the time and I know that I had nothing to do with it, but I just, I just want to say that I'm very sorry that you had to go through that. If you never get an apology, a genuine apology and ask and, and request a forgiveness from your offender. I want you to know that number one, you did not deserve that. There is no amount of, of anything that can um, rationalize that. It's hurtful, it's bad, and it's painful. I can only imagine how painful that must be and I want you to know that number one you don't have to be silent about it if you haven't come forth with it I encourage you to be to voice to make your voice heard about it if you haven't done so already because people need to understand how serious this is how pornography may or may not have played a role directly or indirectly 
And more importantly, you are worthy of being healed. God wants to heal you. God wants to set you free from that. And I know that this is not going to be an overnight process. But you are worthy of healing. And I want you to understand that. And I want to encourage you to please make that make that known to somebody. You know, I, I'm not saying you got to go post it on social media. And if you want to post it on social media, by all means, go ahead. But start with one person. Tell them what happened. Encur- just ask them to just listen. Because that needs, that is a, a, a highly traumatic experience that needs to be healed. So please understand that I, I'm sorry that it took place. It should not have been done. And I encourage you to, to make it known to somebody. If you don't know anybody that you can express it to or somebody you entrust enough to express that to, you can always, always trust God with that information. Even though he already knows what took place, just to talk about it to somebody that can fix it, that will fix it, makes a huge difference. So I want to encourage you to please do that. And with that being said, we're going to actually wrap up this episode I hope that um, this opened some eyes and I hope that this will encourage you to think twice about if you are one who, who struggles with pornography, I hope this encourages you to think twice about visiting that website, visiting those sets of videos, playlists or whatever, because it, it, it more than likely has hurt somebody that you know. All right. So with that being said, I know this was a heavy episode, but for the sake of ending it on a light note, I hope that all of you have had a wonderful week. I hope that you have a wonderful week ahead. Please stay safe. Please stay um, cautious. I love each and every one of you and we will see you on the next episode. Hey you, thank you so much for stopping by to tune into RTWS. We hope that you found today's message uplifting, empowering, and you've learned something new. Let us know what you think by leaving a review for us on any major podcast platform or head over to our website at theofficialrtws.com to have your comments featured on the front page. While you're there, drop by our merchandise store to get premium podcast gear. Join our VIP subscriber list to get 10% off your first order and find out how to secure a 25% lifetime discount to apply to any order as an RTWS ambassador. Just send us an email straight from the website and we will get back to you. We will see you on the next episode.